Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Chapter 13 Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison and those who are ill-treated as if you yourselves were suffering. Marriage should be honoured by all, and the marriage bed kept pure, for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money, and be content with what you have, because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, The Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial foods, which is of no benefit to those who do so. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Let us, then, go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority, because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honourably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I urge you to bear with my word of exhortation, for in fact I have written to you quite briefly. I want you to know that our brother Timothy has been released. If he arrives soon, I will come with him to see you. Greet all your leaders and all the Lord's people. Those from Italy send you their greetings. Grace be with you all. We saw in chapter 12 how, when it comes to lifestyle issues, the writer to the Hebrews runs a slightly different form of argument to Paul. I love the diversity this exposes. Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles, and this writer, who I personally suspect might have been Apollos, but what does it really matter? This writer was focused on Messianic Jews. They both wrote in different ways, with different vocabulary and with differing emphases. And yet, among their diversity, they had so much in common. They were both mates with Timothy and were happy to use him as their representative. They both celebrated love. 
both called their churches to show hospitality. They both strongly warned against sexual immorality. They both advocated the formalised expression of church. They both fixed so much of their attention on the kingdom to come. They both waxed lyrical about Jesus. Jesus was their hero, their role model and their friend. And that's the beauty of the early church that we peer at through these apostolic writings. There are a huge range of people, rich and poor, educated and uneducated, Jewish and Roman and Turkish and Greek, and every blend under the sun. There were male and female and young and old and new converts from paganism and lifelong observant Jews who had found their Messiah. And they all hang out together. They all fixed eyes on Jesus together. And because of Jesus, they were all united in an incredible range of issues. Because they all knew that Jesus was the same yesterday, today and forever. And gradually they became the same while remaining vastly different. Now, I love the diversity of our church. I'm more and more convinced that united diversity is an essential marker of a real work of love. An acted love is the work of God's peace. And so let's do what all those early apostles did. Let's pray for the peace of God's presence and the work of his grace. Let's keep fixing our desires on Jesus and let him equip us to do every single good thing that will bring pleasure to him as we as different people unite ourselves around the one king whose great salvation is always enough and whose great being is always greater than anything we could imagine. Here's a question for reflection. What struck you most from the letter to the Hebrews? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.